It's the bachelor lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle. We living it. Can I steal you for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Brian Beckler, Jay Stewart, breaking down all the shows. It's The Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing, the most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right, you might end Welcome up back. You're listening to The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining us as we continue on through this rapturous season. No. Rat, uh, uh, I don't know this very this highly intoxicating season of Bachelor in Paradise. I can't. I just can't stop watching. It's so good. So much happening on the show. It's fantastic. I am joined now, as always, by Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you, buddy? Hello, everybody. Hey, buddy. Hello. Yep. Hello there. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this is the, uh, this is the episode when it's confirmed that Kat is, uh, is a little Looney Tunes. Oh yeah. She's nuts. She's nuts, but that's usually good. Right. Cause she's, cause she keeps saying, and I, how are the, how are the millennials kissing these days? Because she says she has yet to have an open mouth kiss. Do they kiss like soap operas or like. Like Japanese teenagers, where they just rub their lips together. Like, what is going on here? That they don't they don't know how to kiss each other. All kissing is open mouth kissing. I'm confused. I've been confused since the Me Too movement. Oh, that in yes. and when you're compelling people to kiss on air and stuff. Yeah, I'm wondering if there is a certain um, if there's a certain technique oh. that they're taught to do until. Until they're like serious, consent. I don't know. Yeah, cons- yeah, they need to consent to be open mouth kissed. Well, it's a really tough one. It's a tough, tough waters to navigate yeah. when you're a show like this. Cat is more than consenting; she is asking for it. And look, never a good look, never a good look to go desp because Cat's pretty hot, and she and she's peacocking that thong underneath her little wrap there, and. You know, she's DTF, but you can't say you're DTF because, uh, unfortunately, that turns people off. So she's it's amazing a, yeah. how Bachelor in Paradise shows shows us a completely different side of these cast members. I remember on the uh, Bachelor season they did. I, don't, I think it was Zach's season. I remember Brooklyn, the rodeo blonde, yep. was the one who couldn't stand her, but everyone else got along with her, and she seemed... She seemed reserved. She seemed like she was a nice, like, was she a nurse? And she's just looking for love. Yeah, and then, I don't know if she was a nurse. She's the rodeo. I think she does no, no, rodeo. I'm talking about Kat. Oh, Kat. About Kat. Yes. Oh, oh, and, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she just, her personality on this yeah. uh, version is just so much different than the Bachelor version. Yeah. Like, she's she's insane. And, and she's a, a genius cast member in that her... Failure is not enough. Like she's not just going to eat one or take one for the team. No. She's going to make everybody else's life miserable yeah. if she's going to be yeah. miserable. And yeah, she's very, uh, she's very self-centered, and everything's about her. We saw that on her birthday. But let's not forget, we did see a hint of this on uh, Zach season The Bachelor when Zach walked in. He's like, "Hey, I'm taking." Diana on a, oh no, it was charity. He goes, Hey, I'm taking charity on a date. And 
Kat's like, hold on a second. And she took him outside of the hotel room of whatever city they were yeah. in and had a hardcore makeout sesh with him in the hallway. <laughs> and everybody's feelings were hurt. And Brooklyn hated her guts. And so did Charity. And then we learn on this season that Kat and Charity are best friends. And Charity tells her who to who the bad guys are on the show. Yeah. All these revelations. Confusing. And the episode ends with a cast member saying the only person that could give me the clarity I need right now is charity. I really just wish charity would show up on the island. Yeah, And what are the odds she would, because she's, she's such a massive star. They, they treat her like she's Lucille ball or something like this. Like (laughs) she's, she's such an icon that she would never show up uh, on the beach at Bachelor in Paradise, and yet she does. Um, my parents' generation would love that. I mean, she is treated like Lucille Ball. I did that for you because uh, you love that yeah. show. It's a great reference. Horrible show. Yeah. Um, so that cliffhanger last week was, of course, Cat. You know, Cat's yeah. taking over the show, and they're waiting for Tanner to wake up because. Cat is owed an explanation for why Tanner could possibly want to get the hell away from her and go date Davia. Yeah. Um, Davia was a big deal for about five minutes on this show, and we didn't hear from her at all in this past episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, disappeared. Disappeared. Yeah. So Davia is the is the one with one green eye and one blue eye. And that really turns Tanner on. She took Tanner on a date. Cat went crazy because it was her birthday. Um, she tells the camera at the beginning of this episode, I need to sit Tanner down because I never want to be an option. I want my man to choose me. Yeah. Um, so in her mind, she wants to make sure that, the other cast members and all the viewers know that if Tanner and her are not going to be any a couple any longer, yep. it's on her terms. Yeah, yeah. That's is, that's that's the theme of the episode, which it's is on weird. Cat's terms because she's also playing the victim, and she wants it both ways because she's acting like she's been victimized, but she's the one that saw many red flags from Tanner, according to her. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. cut him loose. So if she's if she has cut him loose, why then is she playing a total victim? It's she kind of hits every cliche. Yep. I'm sure there's a, a meme out there with a list of things yeah. that women say when they've been uh when they've been broken up on yeah. to salvage their reputation among their sorority friends. Yeah. Like and she just hits every cliche on the way down. I knew he was an asshole from the mm-hmm. second I, I met him. Uh, I broke up with him. Let's be clear on this. Nobody breaks up with me. I think she actually does say that she's better than him. She actually says yeah. that out loud. Yeah, yeah. She does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting uh, way to play it. Um, so, you know, Tanner finally wakes up and they go and they, they sit down and, you know, Kat is very demonstrative and opinionated in front of the camera to us, the viewers, but 
she always plays it completely differently in person when she's with these people. So Tanner was basically like, yeah, I just want to let you know that I had a good time on the date and, you know, it's nothing personal, but I don't, you know, I don't think that we're after the same things. And I think we could probably move on and just be friends. And she's, and she basically was like, yeah, that's cool to his face. And then she's telling us the viewers, he's not breaking up with me No. And all of us viewers are, are looking at each other's significant others as we watch the show together. We're saying, no, he just did break up with you. Yeah. He, we saw him break up with you on the beach. Yeah. He, he was, and he was, I mean, he, you could tell he was kind of doing it against his will. He's like, I came here to meet you. And then I met you and he's like, I really like you as a person. Like we have a lot of the same interests and stuff. Basically what he was saying is, but you acted too crazy. He, yes. He's like, he's like, everything was there except for your mental state. You know, like you, uh, like I, I was looking forward to meeting you and then I met you and then I liked you and then I continued to like you. And then I saw this other person come out of you and now I'm out. It's pretty amazing. Um, and like a uh, cat to try to salvage herself in this, in this war of, of, uh, of, of words, she was like, um, you know, yesterday, the way you handled that with Davia, it made me think that maybe if we were together off of the, you know, away from this, that I probably couldn't trust you. And Tanner was probably thinking, and he's not very bright, no. but he was like, oh, okay, well, however you want to frame this, um, I just broke up with you. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if you, if you need to, to make this about you, yeah. and that's fine. Tanner's basically Tanner was like, get me away from this crazy bitch. Yeah. So I can continue meeting as many women as possible on at paradise. Yeah. Yeah. Davia. And then whoever else shows up. And by that, I mean, two randos that uh, no one had ever heard of. <laughs> well, um, cat does a great thing. The cat is really, really is good TV. Like uh, I think yeah, she's good. Producers are doing high fives uh, with, yeah. with how cat turned out here. Yeah. Like she goes back to, the consoling group of women, that very awkward shot where they all squeeze in on a few cushions. Yeah. <laughs> and Davia is literally right behind her. And yeah. Kat just starts talking shit about how Tanner yeah. is an immature asshole <laughs> and he doesn't know how to treat people. And yeah. Davia's right behind her the yeah. whole time. Yeah. She also was doing a thing where she's like, I'm into John Henry and I'm looking, I'm looking to get an open mouth kiss with him and I might, you know, jerk him off in the jacuzzi and I don't, he's fucking hot. And Olivia who he's dating. I mean, this is just so it's a weird, I, I don't get it. You know, this must be normal to them or maybe it's just cause they're on TV, but Olivia's like right there, just a part of the conversation. Yes. And it's like no big deal, I guess. Whether it's, whether she knows it or not, which I, I think by the end of the episode, I figured this out. She doesn't know this. Like Olivia kind of uh, nails it. She's like, Kat is a narcissist. Yeah. And the only thing that she considers is herself. Like 
towards the end when she realizes that Kat and uh, that uh, Olivia and John Henry are kissing, Kat was like, what exactly is Olivia doing? That's my guy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and us viewers are like, no, they've been together for a few episodes. Like this isn't, that wasn't your guy. You're, yeah. this is a last minute Hail yeah. Mary on your part. Yeah. Um, and by the way, Kat has this unusual nervous tick. Oh, the hair pulling. She just strokes her hair and pulls her hair like obsessively. Yeah. Um, she's trying to have a conversation with this dolt John Henry. who seems like a good kid, but he's not very bright. Yeah. And she's like, so how's your job and what do you do? And you could tell she has zero care for what his answer is. She yeah. just. She's just hoping to make this last ditch connection. She wants to seem interested. Yeah. Somebody said yeah. she's Rose chasing. Yes. That, that's an yeah. Olivia one. That's yeah. a, another great Olivia one. Yeah. She's yeah. Rose chasing. And then, but like, I, like you said, John Henry, despite being a super cool dude under up water welder with a good head of hair, some tattoos, He's not real with it because he's he's droning on and on about um, how he likes to camp and he wants to he's got motocross. Yeah, he wants to he wants to have a son and raise him to be a motocross racer. And not that not that there was any indication that Cat would have any interest in what he was talking about in the first place, but you could clearly tell that once he starts talking, she's like, Oh, I fucking hate camping. Like I've never camped. I wouldn't camp. And he's, but he still goes on and on. And it's just like, it's just like it's these kids are just so used to talking about themselves and posting Mm -hmm. their pictures of themselves and fucking liking images and just whatever that it just doesn't occur to them that they're supposed to try to find a common ground with human beings and look (laughs) in their eyes and ask questions and go back and forth. And here's what I'm into, but what about you? And where did you grow up? And all these things that is just, that are just part of human interaction. They don't know. So they'll just fucking yammer on about their fucking, the nitrogen and the fucking underwater welding. And it's like, Bro, she's not listening. It's the old thing, like millennials and Gen Z are just great at this. They're not they're not necessarily listening to the yeah. other person talk. They're just waiting for their turn to talk. And yeah, exactly. Uh, and Kat has a horrible poker face. You could tell she's being inquisitive and there's another intention like she's being inquisitive and just waiting out his answers and she looks so bored yeah utterly bored but she she has an obsession with john henry's tongue ring yeah this brings up i don't know if we've ever discussed tongue rings on this show i don't don't know if it's ever been a subject on the show yeah A, a man with a tongue ring is an interesting concept it's not like he shows it to us or anything, but she says he has yeah. one. And he, she basically says that just tells me that he loves Conolingus. Oh, does she? Doesn't, she? She doesn't, she doesn't, doesn't say that. She doesn't use as many words. Yeah. yeah. But she's, she says that yeah. that just means he knows how to get down, no. which is 
No. Not I, very subtle. If, you know? if he's, if he's, and forgive me, people within the sound of my voice, listeners to the show, forgive me for being crass, but I mean, I, that tongue ring is only good if for performing fellatio. <laughs> Like no no uh, female that I've ever known has ever wanted a um, piece of cold metal slammed across their lower body parts. As far as I know, like it just I don't think it really works for that. Also, it's not really in the right place. I don't know. I don't. I could be wrong. It's it's an interesting subject matter. And he never really confirms that he has one. He doesn't show it to us. Yeah, she ju- she just tells us this, which is an interesting one. Um, a kind of a side story of this episode is that Blake, who I'm increasingly of the um, opinion that he's gay, like in in mannerisms and in his looks, and it just seems like the Canadian Blake is gay. I didn't realize that in the first couple franchises yeah. we watched him in, but because remember he actually won a yeah. season. He, yeah. he won sex positive no, Katie. No, he, he is one of the most, he almost won Rachel season season. They bring him in. He's kind of like a less douchey Nick vile where <laughs> they're just like, we need a ringer. We need a hot piece of dick on this season. Call him Blake <laughs> Moines. And I get why you think he's gay. But he's just Canadian. <laughs> well, okay, so maybe that maybe that's it. Right. Um, and so the subplot here is that he and Jess are on the rocks because I guess Jess, who is the most emotionally immature person to ever be cast on the show, which yeah. says a lot. Yeah, poor she lo- Jess. She, she looks like she's fourteen. Yeah. And she acts like she's seven. Poor um, Jess. She. She was unclear when he asked her about her feelings once. And Blake just took that and ran like, um, this is what he said exactly. He said, basically, it's very clear. She is unsure. Yeah, so so basically, it's very clear that Jess is unsure. That's a triple negative. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a triple something. Yeah. It's a triple, triple vagueness or yeah. something, but... Um, Jess doesn't understand why he thinks this. Like Jess, Jess wants him and Jess is confused, but Blake is doing a real good job of gaslighting Jess. Like he really is. Blake is distancing himself, but he's making it sound like it's for her. He's telling, he's pulling the old, I'm going to give you space. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, I'm going to start looking for, other women so give yeah, me my space smart. he masked that as i'm gonna give you space yeah. this, and it's kind of, it's similar to tanner's yeah. i should be tested <laughs> right like just you know just so we know this is real i need to go out there and be tested just to make sure because uh genevieve one of the forgettable mixed raced uh people from zaxi's and i i vaguely remember her face she yes. she comes down the stairs and hits it off with Blake like right away. Yep. And you know, Blake gives her like the whole thing about 
you know, I don't think Jess is sure, and I'm giving her her space. Yeah. So I'm yeah. I'm open for business. Well, just the day before or the episode before, Jess was like, Blake, you know, I need to chase some dick here. And and then he's yeah. like, okay. So he goes on a date with this Jan chick, and Jess is like, what did I do? Like, why did I do that? Like, because now she's shit out of luck. Yeah. Well, in that moment when she's like, what did I do? Blake says, I'm giving you space yeah. to go and make out with this chick for the for the entire day. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm giving you the space yeah. you need. Yeah. And he we're totally going jet skiing. Him, yeah, totally pull, pulling a fast one on Jess, and it's she's great. so she is such a an emotional cripple yeah. that she doesn't she doesn't understand that she's being gaslit. Like she just she just takes that as oh okay, I guess you're giving me space, and and she's overwhelmed. And um, Blake has the balls after he um, after he accepts the date from Genevieve to be like, hey, Jess, let's go talk. He has the balls to say, you go first. <laughs> he he just accepted the date yeah. from, from the new chick, and then he sits Jess down and says, you go first. Yeah. And to her credit, for the first time, Jen uh, or Jess shows some backbone. She's like, me go first? You just said yes to a date. Yeah. Like, you you tell me what your thinking is. Um and then he goes on gaslighting her. By the way, the word intentional yeah. has overcome the word vibing on this season. Ever since ever since the Kendall Sean left. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. Now the, the term du jour on the show is intentional. And supposedly Genevieve is very intentional. She came down here to be intentional. Oh uh-huh. Just tells the the camera Genevieve is very intentional, so yeah. I'm worried about about Blake. And then Blake tells us Genevieve is very intentional. So three times it was used to describe Genevieve, and I have no the, no idea what the fuck that means. Right? Who's unintentional? What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. She has intents. She intends to do things. Doesn't everybody? <laughs> I heard that too, and I didn't get it. But is it like, is Gen Z so disconnected from human discourse that when somebody just asks for something they want, is that being intentional? Yes. Like, yep. If, I if, I'm, if I'm sitting down for a Mexican dinner and I say I want fajitas with a uh, guac on the side, uh-huh. am I being intentional? Cause I'm yes. just explaining what I want. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think that might be the, the, the title, by the way, for the pod being Int- intentional, being intentional. Yeah. yeah. Writing it down. Um, Blake and G intentional Genevieve Lee for the date. So cat back to cat. Okay. She tells Kylie that she thinks John Henry's hot. She's about to pursue him. Quote, just to show kind of the depth of a of people that we're working with here, Kat sums, sums up J, uh, John Henry by saying he has cool tattoos, great hair, 
and he knows what to do with his tongue. Yeah, I don't think. How does she know that? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, has she got She's, inside info? Did Olivia tell her? Um. Oh, by the way, uh, Braden, who was Cat's first victim, remember? Yeah, Cat talked Braden into giving her a rose in the first go around. That's so, right. and then and then immediately went off of him. So Braden. Braden has like a revenge for Cat. He's amused that Cat is all of a sudden chose chosen to pursue John Henry. Yeah. Um, this because this will be her third dude. Um, Olivia sums it up. Olivia Olivia is good good TV. Cat is a Tasmanian devil right now. She's causing chaos wherever she goes. Totally. And to prove that point, this is when the episode takes a turn. Cat and Eliza in the women's room on oh, yeah. open on open mic. Yeah. Um, this this was also intentional, by the way. She was being intentional. Yeah, yeah when she did this. Yeah. Um, Cat. Now, Cat and Eliza, I think we're on different seasons. They don't have a relationship, but what Cat is, she's one of Charity's best friends. That's Charity, right. Charity was the Bachelorette last season. He, Aaron B was a finalist. He was like a, a final four. Even though they appeared to be enemies on the season right. they were on together, they've somehow, out, outside of the purview of the audience, have patched things up and become best friends with each other. Oh, that's right. Because until you just told that story about Cap yeah. making out with Zach yep. on Charity's date, I didn't. Yep. I, t- I totally forgot about that. Which tells you just how flimsy these episodes are in my mind. I, I I rarely remember anything I just saw. So um, so Cat in the bathroom drops a bombshell. She says, "I can't believe I'm just now telling you this." She's telling us Eliza, who's yeah. coupled up with Aaron B. Um, Charity told me about all of her guys on this season and. You know, she had she had pretty much good things to say about everybody except for Aaron B. And yeah. Aaron Aaron is a, a person you want to steer clear of because he has some ex girlfriend drama that he left an ex girlfriend to be on the Bachelorette. Yep. Yep. Blah blah blah. Yep. Oh, and uh, interesting, she's like, I can't w- believe I just t- uh, I'm just now telling you this. I mean, they've basically been had their tongues in each other's mouths for three weeks <laughs> straight since the first minute yeah. of the show. Yeah. She's just now telling her. And that speaks to how great Kat is as a as a casting. Yeah, she's great. She again, her misery is not good enough. Now she's going to cause other people pain, even people that have yeah. nothing to do with her. Like, yeah, she has no stake in that game between yeah. Eliza and Aaron B. But now she's going to just completely drop a bomb on it. I kind of like that about her. She's good TV that way. And by the way, she masks this whole thing when Aaron B calls her on it late in the episode. Cat uh, has the balls to say with a straight face that she was trying to help yeah. both of them. Yeah, just trying to help them. That's called gaslighting. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, um. Basically, Eliza, who's just very simple-minded, anyways, she's just overwhelmed by this new information that her guy is 
someone Charity warned the women off of. He has ex-girlfriend issues. So instead of doing the reasonable thing and just approaching Aaron B and asking him about it, she goes and tells the women, and then she tells Wells, the bartender. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. You know, just like most of us do. Instead of actually confronting the person that the information is about, just tell all the friends and then the bartender. That Um, Wells lucked into this job is actually, I mean, what's he, he probably gets a couple hundred grand for just showing up for a few weeks and doing, you know, pretending to be the bartender. It's a good gig. Yeah. I I don't know if it's that well compensated, but it's gotta be, you know, a bottomless drinks and being around beautiful people and just being in Mexico. I mean, that the the craft service and all that shit over there must be great. Yep. Um, Resort life. Some woman named Becca, from I think it was Zach season. Never she was very seen her. She was she came and left on Zach season. Yeah. She she's a she's an attractive woman. She's okay. She's treated like every woman that walks down the stairs. Yeah. She's the cast members are like she's the most gorgeous person on the face of the earth. Yep. And all the guys are into her, and all the women are threatened. Yep. Um, and she goes right for Braden. Now, Brayden is with Rachel. For those who aren't really watching the show, Rachel is the only ex-lead to be on Bachelor in Paradise. In other words, the only ex-Bachelor or Bachelorette to ever be on Paradise is is Rachel. Yep. And by the end of this episode, I have an opinion on that. It's, it's, It's beneath Rachel to have to deal with the inner squabblings and the pettiness of Bachelor in Paradise. Like Bachelor in Paradise is the, it's the bottom feeder uh, season. It's, it is, it's appealing to the least common denominator. And I just, Rachel is above that. And it's too bad that she was cast on the show it's too bad that the producers made an exception because this really kind of lowers the validity of, of the leads. Like they should never touch bachelor in paradise. Um, Braden gets wooed by this new woman and Rachel starts getting confused and she's a little upset yep. and she starts really kind of questioning herself and being insecure. That's what they do. And, and that's, but that's the moment when I said, this is why they don't cast leads on this on this yeah. show. Like, this is sad. It's it's really sad to watch her go through these emotions. Well, remember her Bachelorette season? She was co-Bachelorette with Gabby, and right. they were sharing suitors. And there was a lot of that where they're like, is he here for me or is he here for her? And I'm like, there's nine other dudes that have <laughs> already said they want to date you. Like, what are you worried about if this one guy might let Gabby? You got the roses. Just cut him. Get rid of him. Move on to the guys that actually have expressed interest. Yes. Yes. That was the problem with that season is that Rachel fell in that trap to where if you were going to not be interested in her, it was going to be on her terms. And, And she's kind of at a disadvantage also because... Tyler, right, was on her season. Is that his name? Tyler, the Papa Shot magnate? Yes, yes. Tyler Avon was a was runner up on her season. Yes. 
Um, they brought in Blake Moynes, I think, for Gabby on her season. Is am I misremembering that? No. Uh, Did he do an appearance? Familiar. Yeah, that sounds familiar. So no. it's like she can only date a few of these guys, as she had already dated some of them before, which most people, with the rest of the cast, has not had that issue. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's that's another issue yep. with casting a lead. Kind of not fair. Um, Tyler, the aforementioned that you just said was one of the finalists on Rachel's season. He switches gears now. He he secured a rose through Mercedes, and now he's got eyes for Jess, who you know has been given space by um, by right. Blake. That's right. Jess goes up to her on a on on the cushion. They start um, talking to each other, and they start making out. Yep. So now Tyler and Jess are making out. Mercedes might be a free agent. Blake is on a date with uh, I don't even know Genevieve. Very intentional yes. Genevieve. Yep. yep. Um. So let's see. Braden is with this Becca chick. Oh, yeah. and they do some they do some tantric stuff now. Just to remind listeners, if you don't know who Braden is or what he looks like, just <laughs> imagine Brian Beckner. That's right. But twenty years younger. That's right. In in really good shape <laughs> and uh, tanned with with uh, female earrings. <laughs> and, that's and Braden. And tall. Yeah. yeah, and tall. That's Braden. Um. So they get back from their date. He loved it. Brayden's just having a good time. I mean, yeah, you know, he got jilted by Kat, but he was able to kind of have fun with her. Yep. And now he just kind of used and abused Rachel. Yeah. Because he's because he's got the rose, and now he just went on a date and started making out with this Becca. Yep. Um, so he's having a good old time. My dude at, is my dude Brayden. is stacking bodies. Like yes. he's on his third body at in one season. He, He's not even there isn't any, any pretense to Braden, which we yeah. like we liked about him in the Bachelorette season. He was yeah. the only one that we thought was like giving it to us straight. Yeah. Like he's just having a good fucking time. That's right. Like he's not giving any false pretense that he's here for, for love. Like no. he he's just here to fucking have a great time. That's right. Uh, Get laid. So the drama of the night is everyone gets dressed up for the rose ceremony. Olivia is talking shit about Kat calling her a narcissist. She actually calls her a disrespectful hoe as Kat is trying to move in on that dolt, uh, John Henry. That's right. Um, She says, Kat's not a a good human being. She's garbage. And then Olivia. Oh, uh, before this, Kat says to the women that she really wants tongue from John Henry by the end of the night. And oh, then yeah. she's like, she said this. She said, Tanner pecks. She's like, yeah. who pecks? Then she said, grab my ass. Yeah. Like, really get into it. Like, she she makes it clear she wants to be handled. That you is, know? yeah, that is kind of an issue with, and of course, we believe in and preach consent here. On the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, Bachelor Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. But a lot of times a woman prefers a man 
to be assertive in situations of love and lust and they don't they don't like it as much when you're just like like that there's a it's a fine line you got to walk between being being that caveman and being a a modern uh developed human being it's it's a it's a tough line you walk and and if you're and if you're pecking around the lips and be a little bitch like tanner girl like cat that wants to be that wants to be taken she's not gonna like that you gotta you gotta feel it out and you got you gotta ride the energy of the other person and sitting there staring at your phone and talking about how you like to go camping when they're not listening that's not how you connect with another person and learn what they like you gotta fucking look in their eyes and see their see how they operate and and you know these kids haven't learned that you bring up an interesting and important point. Yeah. You know, the art of seduction That's right. is it's all in the gray area. Yeah. It, and that that is maybe the most uh difficult thing yes. yep. for single Gen Z men and millennial men to navigate, yep. you know. You and I are, are in love and relationships, That's right. so we don't have to we, navigate we both that. Have but, super hot girlfriends. These men that are coming up through the, the Me Too generation, the art of seduction yeah. is there's just so much that hasn't been defined yet. Right. And it's it's a tough one. So um, as all this is going on, Olivia pulls this dolt John Henry aside and says, I just want to spend some time with you and then starts making out with him in front of Kat. And Kat is such a narcissist that she didn't even know that they were coupled up. And she's like, what is she doing? Why is, why is Olivia doing this to me? Yeah. That's what, that's yeah. how Kat turns yeah. this into. So <laughs> I love that. I love that they think everything is an attack on them. That's my yes. favorite. I think her exact line was, am I going to have a day on paradise where I'm, my head's above water? Um, it's an interesting analogy. So yeah. Now that's how we were left with Cat, Olivia, and and John Henry, and this is still the night of the rose ceremony, by the way. Yep. Now the Aaron B story starts to take shape because Eliza finally confronts the subject of the rumor, Aaron B, and she sits down with him, and Aaron B, because he's Aaron B. The, such a vag. Yeah. He does he does a horrible job of explaining himself. Yeah. He just does a horrible like terrible. This is what she says to him. Look, charity says to watch out for you and that you have some toxic ex-girlfriend situation. Like, what do you say about this? Yeah. yeah. Aaron B's first words are first of all, I don't know why Kat told you that. That's a bad start. Yeah, that's that's a really bad yeah. start. Yeah, because that's um, my secret. Why why is she giving right. away my secrets of all the toxic yeah. relationships I have? <laughs> so that's for me to know. I didn't yeah. I didn't tell you that. You know, if I wanted to tell you about all the toxic relationships I have, including the one I was in moments before I got on the plane to come to paradise, I would have told you that. That's not cat's info. A great way to engender trust. <laughs> From somebody who's caught you 
in yeah. a situation is to blame the person that told her. Yeah. Why, why would they tell you it's, that? Like what? I can't believe yeah. they told. So, and then he tells us fucking circuitous and winding yes, story. It does. It does not help him yeah. about an X in yeah. September and then January. Yeah. And then he throws in another X. There's like, two X's. Yeah. yeah. So now Eliza, who's already an empty vessel, is just so overwhelmed by all this information. There's another girl There's, to consider. Yeah. She's just so overwhelmed that she says out loud, the only person that could help me is Charity. I just wish Charity was here in paradise. And it's amazing how this works. But what are the odds? I mean, she's not going to show up because yeah. she's the she's the bachelorette. She's on Dancing with the Stars right. right now. There's no way she would ever be there. It's a pipe dream. Yeah. Let alone, there's no way she's just going to be there to come on and verify a story about a person that she dated on her season. Um, nope, she did. She showed up. She uh, came down the stairs and she pulls all the women aside and she's yep. like, I just need to know what's going on with each of you. And, yep. um, her speech impediment. Yeah. No judgment. Then, no judgment on her speech impediment. We all talk different. That's okay. Eliza pulls her aside, uh, privately and was like, I just want to confirm cat told me this. Is this true? And that's the cliffhanger for next episode as Aaron B is just pissed off yeah. at Cat and Charity for bes- was it besmirching? Yeah. Is that a word? Yeah. His, yes. his name. Yeah. He he pulls Cat aside and is like, why would you do that? Why would you why would you say that to Eliza? And like I said, Cat had the balls to say, I was just trying to help you guys. Yeah. Um by ruining your name, I was trying to help help you two, you know, further your your relationship. So that's how it's left. Um, the cliffhanger is we still haven't given away any roses because Charity needs to fully inform Eliza of what Aaron B did. Aaron B needs to fight for his right. Keep in mind that the men have the roses. Yeah. So. Aaron B's got a rose regardless. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot that. So he'll give it to Eliza, but Eliza's looking to move on, right? Although they did do that thing where in the preview where everybody's like, oh my God, no, he didn't. But you know, nothing ever comes of that. <laughs> never. 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 So um, all the, we're wondering who John Henry's going to give his rose to. And he's definitely, this is, this is the big a misdirection that they like to pull on us. They pull it every episode pretty much. And I'm not falling for it. He, uh, John Henry is going to give his rose to Olivia. It sure looks like a hundred percent. It looks like Tyler will give his rose to Jess. Oh, wait now. Hold on. Cause I, I was looking at my phone for a minute and Tyler and Jess were making out. And I'm like, wait, isn't Tyler, with somebody else and then Mercedes because oh, I was for the life of me I could not remember who he had been with prior to that makeout yeah yeah and Blake will likely choose intentional Genevieve um yeah. yep and you know the usual couples but anyways yep. the big cliffhanger how badly is charity gonna ruin the name of Aaron B that's the cliffhanger yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. It's very exciting. I can't wait. Because they were talking about moving to Berlin 
a couple of weeks ago. Remember that? You know, Aaron B is from like five different places. And <laughs> Eliza's like, how about we move to Berlin? And he's like, all right. And it's like, bro, how many places? He just wants to say he's from another place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Houston, New Orleans, yeah. San Diego, and now yeah. Berlin. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll check in next week. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckham. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from the Baller Lifestyle. We making a connection, we falling in love We chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub We starting in LA and then we travel the world We toasting champagne, we got 32 girls Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated We always speculating like you wouldn't believe But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve So, it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in It's the baller lifestyle we living in It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in